Hello, brothers and sisters. This is William Jackson. As always, I am so excited to be here speaking to everyone, sharing some information, teaching about digital evangelism and how Churches of Christ can use digital tools and digital platforms to share the gospel and things to take into consideration as the works of evangelism are taken seriously and applied during this pandemic and with the changes in the, um, the, the changes in the status of COVID and the pandemic and other things that are going on in the world, it is always good for the churches of Christ to be prepared and in many cases to be proactive to the events that are going on. And because there's so much with the changes in technology and applying technology, as we know, the word of God does not change, but as humans, we need to allow the Holy Spirit to take control and to guide us in our decision-making and our application of whatever tool we're using. Um, and I'm going to reference the book of Acts when um, the disciples were learning from Christ about how to go out into the world and how to behave and how to act and that they represented him and that to allow the Holy Spirit to use them in some of the situations and circumstances they were in, touching and healing people, casting out evil spirits, healing people's healing people, people, their mind, their body, their spirit and their soul. And even cases where people assumed just because they knew Christ that they could do the works that he does uh, without the faith that he has in our Lord. And sometimes we get caught up in situations where we um, mistakenly think that we have power, um, but we end up not having that power that we think that we have because we are not prepared and we don't recognize it. So when we're walking around here talking about what we're going to do and how we're going to act and how we're going to behave, we got to be careful because the, the devil hears us and the devil will try us and he will put us in certain situations that will humble us and belittle us. So we have to be careful. The Lord also hears us as well. And, you know, um, we think, well, just because nothing's happening today, nothing will happen tomorrow and nothing will happen the next day. But we need to be humble before the Lord and we need to be servants before the Lord as well and have clear minds and clear spirits and clear, clear hearts to excuse me, to accept the spirit. Um, so what I wanted to talk about today was digital evangelism and the application of the Holy Spirit. And this is going to be a two or three parter because this is a, um, a long um, message that I was um, sharing um, not too long ago in the different parts and different aspects of this. So as we start, um, we're starting with 1 John 4 and 1. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. And as evangelists and as believers and as followers of Christ, we must make sure that we understand there are false prophets out there that were that are telling lies that are trying to build people's faith so that that 
that person is lifted up and not Christ is lifted up or the Holy Spirit or our Father. Um, evangelism has changed so much. It has transitioned from where we can greet each other personally. We can share a commonality. We can share um, scripture together. We can iron sharpens iron to the point that um, people pretend to be something that they aren't. And that's a very dangerous thing to do because these connections that people are sharing are not just physical anymore. Um, when I say physical, I don't mean sexual, but physical as, as being friends and shaking hands and hugging and, and all that kind of stuff. But the, the important thing is, how are you spiritually connected with that person? Uh, Christ should be the focus on our spiritual connections. We shouldn't have personal gains or we shouldn't have selfish gains or reasons to be to build a relationship uh, with people, particularly if we're online. Because yeah, people can see our pictures and people may be able to see videos of people, but it, until you actually build that personal relationship with that person, you don't know um, who that person is. You don't know their spirit. You don't know their heart. And, um, you know, ironically, as a teacher, I meet hundreds, if not thousands of kids over the, over the course of a year or two years. So I've been teaching 32 years. So if we multiply that, that's about 64,000 um, youth teens and young adults that I've taught or mentored or had conversations with. Um, and sharing my faith is an important thing to do, but I am smart enough to know and old enough and wise enough to know I can't share it with everybody because everybody can't receive it. Everybody is not at the same level of faith, particularly children and young adults. I've had conversations uh, with young people about my faith, and but I'm, I'm smart enough to know that I can't tell them what to do. I can't tell them what to believe in. I can share the gospel with them. Um, I have to be obedient to the spirit that leads me first. So if the spirit says share my faith with them, I'm being obedient and doing it. If the spirit says not to share my faith with them, then I won't because um, it might not be their time to learn. It might be another person that needs to be in their life. They may need some more life experiences. So it's really important that that our walk with Christ is um, is based on being led by the spirit and not physically led just because you're laughing and joking with somebody um, learning more and more and more from Bible study and reading the Bible and meditating and praying is important um, because as we learn about life, we learn about life and living and the next journey that we have. If we're moving from one church of Christ to another because we change neighborhoods or we move from one church of Christ to another because we move uh, through cities. There are uh, like a lot of military families um, that are moving locations and they want to find a place where they can fellowship. They want to find a place that has a good youth and uh, a young adult and even a toddler ministry and church of Christ ministries have to make sure that they provide these services to people because people are looking, people are looking online, people are reading blogs, people are checking out websites. So all of that combined together gives um, the, the uh, first personality of that ministry. And it's important that
Um, each of us, as we attend church, attend Bible study, are learning that um, through our learning, through our service, through our volunteering, um, through our speaking, even out in the community about the ministry. And as we're doing it, we're humbled and we're, hum we're humbled in the way that we present ourselves because as we learn more about spiritual growth, it should transform us in so many ways. Um, growth is important in learning the right way with scripture um, based on us being a follower of Christ, uh, being a, a, a disciple, and even being an evangelist of Christ. So we have to make sure that we share our faith the right way and we represent Christ in a good way. Um, sharing our faith is not always just a, a verbal expression. That means we're not standing out on the corner preaching. We're not standing out on the corner um, handing out Bibles. If God so moves us to do that, then he puts us there for a reason. Because if we just decide, oh, well, we're going to do this um, for our own sake, we're not sure what's going to happen. And we have to be careful through our words, deeds, and actions that we are living in faith and we're not living to elevate ourselves, but we're living to um, elevate Christ and the kingdom. Um, the teachings today must be true in this digital age of technology. Um, there must not be confusion. There must not be the type of um, sharing of our faith that represents or presents the wrong perception. Um, our content, when you're looking at it in a digital world, is important because our content relies on our branding. Our branding is Christ. It relies on our marketing. How do we use these tools to market the ministry to be inclusive, to be embracing, to be followers of, followers of Christ? There are many um, churches when you're going to different places that say, come as you are. Um, and they have to be true to that because if some people really come as they come as they are, they may not want those people there. Um, if you're inviting people to come into the ministry, you have to invite them as they are and work on a slow process of change in the people that come. Um, just as Christ was um, ministering in the early years and walking and talking and teaching, not everybody received him. Um, there's one passage in scripture that that they chased Christ out of um out of the building and they wanted to push him off a cliff. But we noticed that how that ended up. He just walked right through them and walked away. Uh, there were there were times where Christ was teaching and after he taught, he he fed three thousand or after he taught, he, he fed five thousand. So because of his compassion for people and also seeing that not only is he feeding their spirit but feeding their body is necessary as well how do we use digital tools to feed people's minds <clears throat> and and create a relationship <coughs> excuse me where they come into the house come into the church come into the ministry and be members of the body of christ uh, technology makes connections so easy when Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and YouTube 
that these tools are a part of our daily lives. Um, even myself, sometimes I'm caught up at the end of the day and I'm thinking, well, I got to catch up with what's on Facebook and I got to catch up with what's on Instagram and I got to catch up on what's on Twitter and I got to update my blog and I got to check my podcast out. Well, those are all well and good, but I have to make sure that the reasons that I'm doing them are to elevate God, to elevate the kingdom, not just me, but to make sure that I share a word of encouragement and empowerment for people when they're using social media to remember that if, if you're born again, if you are a member of the body of Christ, you're using these tools to elevate God and not for personal means. And that's a very valuable thing to know and a very valuable thing to understand. Um, in traditional times, and when I say traditional times, um, that's uh, before this technology explosion, uh, people would attend services. They were obedient. They attend uh, morning service. They may attend afternoon service and they may attend evening service. And some Church of Christ have morning service and afternoon service. Some Church of Christ just have a morning service. So it depends on the ministry itself, how they are conducting service. So either way they're conducting service, their message should be conducive to the word of God. All right. Technology cannot create an emotional response to um, the word of God. It is received through the spirit. So, you know, we have digital emojis and we have, you know, little, um, uh, animated graphics, and we have uh, the, the music that's going on. But as Christians, are we using technology in the right kind of way when we're sharing content about church service? Are we sharing content about what we're learning in scripture? Are, is our content positive? And is our content able to lead to a Bible study and eventually to baptism? And that's some of the things that we need to think about as we share a message as we share the word, as we share our uh, compassion and humanity to save souls and keep souls safe. And digital evangelism, um, digital discipleship, digital outreach has increased. We cannot say it hasn't because of COVID. And these are one of the, these are several lessons that we must learn. How are you using um, as a minister, as an elder, as a, as a um, deacon, as an evangelist, using technology to share the word of God? Um, how are you sharing the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ on social media and technology, or are you just talking about yourself? Um, I'd like to say um, my, one of my favorite books of the Bible is, that, is the book of Acts. So if we were to take the book of Acts, how would we present that content on Facebook? How would we present that content on Instagram with pictures? How would we use that on TikTok? So there's many forms of social engagement. And who's to say that we can't create a TikTok video that shares the death, the burial, and resurrection in a respectful way? Who's to say that we can't do that? Okay, go out into the world and make disciples. Okay, that's, that's the command. So if we're using TikTok, if we're using Facebook, if we're using Instagram, if we're using YouTube, if you're, we're using 
uh, Pinterest or whatever application and it's saving souls, bringing an attention to Christ. What, what is the problem? That's the work that that we should be doing. Um, think about um, how the um, apostles, if they were on social media, would be bullied. They might be cyber bullied. They might be cyber, cyber stalked. They might receive continuous threats um, online as they did in real life. Um, in scripture, they were stoned. So on social media or technology, same thing. They might be um, digitally stoned, which is just as uh, hurtful and damaging because it damages a person's reputation on a, on a large scale as well. And the challenges that are out there for Christians now, we have to be careful where our eyes go. Um, um, it's so easy now to see pornography. It's so easy now to see um, different forms of sexual encounters that are not spirit-led and they're not in agreement with God. Um, even Paul in um, 2 Corinthians, when he talks about the, the behavior of some of the some of those in Corinth that are acting inappropriately. And during that time, if he's sharing information verbally, the same could be done, the same could be said today in our social context. So how are the people of God, followers of Christ, behaving themselves online when they're home, alone, and by themselves? Um, there's a great deal of information out there about the Holy Spirit, um, about how we can receive the Holy Spirit, about our speaking in tongues, about applying what we're learning in church to the world. My caution is that what does the scripture say? What does What is your interpretation of scripture when you're reading that information, when you're sharing that information, when you're retweeting, is it based on fact or is it just based on someone's opinion? So as Christians, um, when we're dealing with digital evangelism and digital outreach, we have to be careful of what we share. That means also that we have to do some studying. We can't just take the time and jump on um, Bible Gateway and put on the audio Bible and just sit there and listen for a few minutes. And then, bam, we think we're um, experts. No, it still takes studying. It still takes listening over and over again. It may also mean um, listening to Bible Gateway audio, but then opening up your Bible and reading the, the scripture as well to make sure it, it is it is accurate and it is truthful. OK, with that said, there's a great deal of information to apply. There's a great deal of information to help us learn to go the way that we need to go with the Holy Spirit and allowing us to allow the Holy Spirit to use us and to guide us. Um, understanding what digital evangelism is, what evangelism is, what discipleship is, is very important. There is, there is a great influence in understanding what it actually is and helping us to spread Christ's teaching and of the kingdom of God. Uh, we represent the church of God as we do the works in the community, as we um, 
apply the knowledge that God has blessed us. In John 13, 35, Jesus said, by this, all people will know that you are disciples if you have love for one another. So if we have love for one another on social media, people will be able to see it. If we have love for one another um, through social media, people will take the time and say, hey, you know, they, they do walk the walk. They do talk the talk because it's even on social media. Um, evangelism is an action word, and we must remember that. And it should be performed with love and joy to all people. So I can't pass judgment on somebody that's Caucasian. I can't pass judgment on somebody um, that's Native American. I can't pass somebody judge on somebody that's um, Afro-Latina or Hispanic or Mexican or, or Canadian or whatever. Um, I have to embrace all of them as, as Christ embraces all of us with love because evangelizing unifies people to love one another. It is central and it is key to us being Christians. Um, as followers of Christ and being part of the, the body of Christ, we have to make sure that we are able to have these discussions willingly and openly sharing the gospel, sharing the world, sharing with the world the gospel using our technology tools. And I'm just going to um, uh, finish there because there are other ways that we can apply technology and use technology first in our homes to share our content and our information with our families, with our communities, with our neighbors in a way that's not obtrusive, that's not um, pushing um, religion on anyone, because it's not about religion, it's about relationship. It's about building a relationship with God. Um, it's about salvation of our souls through Christ. And this pandemic is showing more and more people's true position and true emphasis on if they really do want to be saved or not. Uh, if they really do want to be a member of the body of Christ and be Christians. At this and as you can see, I'm at school, so I am going to stop right here and just wish everyone blessings and grace and mercy and peace and love. And as you can see, I'm still working. Um, I may be working here at the school, but my heart is always with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God bless.